Welcome to Dads, Daughters, and Dollars, a financial podcast for everyone. Now, here's one of my favorite people. <laughs> I'm Sean, the dad, clearly the favorite. And I'm Caitlin, the daughter, clearly my dad's mistaken. And welcome again to Dads, Daughters, and Dollars. Here we are in our fifth season, and I want to thank everyone for uh, tuning in. I welcome my daughter from out on the road. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm so happy we can still do this. Yeah. Um, so today we're talking about, and I this kind of came up because of everybody talking about we have so much inflation. We're supposedly in a, um, uh, there's a market correction is 10%. And when the market is down 20%, uh, they call it a bear market. And then they said, well, the next thing we're heading for is a recession. So a lot of people saying to invest in gold, and this episode is about five reasons why to not invest in gold. So I've done a lot of research about this. I'm no expert by any means. But a lot of times when there is inflation, they always call gold is a hedge against inflation. What does that mean? It's something that like, oh, that's not going to really drop in value too much compared to any of your cash, your stocks, your mutual funds, your bonds, those might drop, but gold won't. And I'm here to dispel all those rumors. All right. Here's the number one reason why you shouldn't invest in gold. It's been shown over history that the long-term returns are poor. And I'm going to give you a study that I investigated. There was a study that was done over a 40-year period from 1972 to 2013 and it showed that gold underperforms the stock market. And what I mean by that is individual stocks, mutual funds, uh, index funds, etc. in all interest rate environments. What does that mean? When interest rates are down, which is usually stocks go up, the stock market returned about 14.68% over a 40-year period. Gold returned 785 So nearly double the stock market. Now, when yeah. interest rates went up, which is usually when the stock market goes down, the stock market on average returned 8.47%, while gold returned 4.86%. And then, and then when so rate, it doesn't win in either scenario. Neither scenario. And then when rates were steady, meaning let's say interest rates are at 4%, and they stay that way for like two years, three years, stocks were up usually over when interest rates are steady, they were up about 10.6% where gold was up about 8%. So in every scenario, whether interest rates are up, interest rates down, or interest rates stay steady, every single time over this 40-year period, the stock market did better. So, and there's reasons. And it's because, point number two, how do you value gold? When you have a company... And you invest. So let's say you're, you're not investing in index funds and you're not investing in a mutual fund and you're just buying Google. And you say to yourself, if I put $1,000 into Google, well, it's one of the, you know, I know we had the FANG and now it's like the MANG or something because Facebook is now meta. But it's one of the top six companies, right? And you say, I'm right. going to invest in Google because they're doing all these things that are just throwing off huge profits. What Google does is 
when you invest $1,000 and now 12 million more people invest $1,000 that day, they hire more employees. They build big builder, you know, more buildings, more infrastructure. They invest in more technology that can help them run 50 more computers that can make them a profit. So that money is going towards making you more money. The Ultimately, the company Google more money someday, but then ultimately you more money because it's going to return money because you invested in Google. Gold, it has no earnings. You you can't go, okay, I'm going to put gold out on the street and it's where I bought it, this gold bar for $1,000 and it's going to turn into 1100 Gold has no value unless someone's willing to pay more for it on that particular day. And that's to put, dependent on supply and demand. So if you had 5 million bars of gold out there, and then one day it was found out that, you know, 1,100 of them were destroyed somehow in an asteroid or whatever. You go, well, now there's a lot less. So the value of that gold will go up. But it doesn't like a company hire employees and try and make more profits. It's strictly based on, you know, what's the demand for this? And the demand is usually based on fear. Oh, if there's less gold in the world, then there's fear and then the price goes up. But it's just, it doesn't do anything for you. It's just this inanimate object of gold. It doesn't hire employees. It doesn't try and make a profit. It just goes up and down based on the whims of the people's, like saying it's either there's a lot of it and it drops in price or there's less of it and it goes up in price. Okay? Yeah, that seems a bit um, inconsistent. Right, exactly. So, but one of the things I said, it's based on supply and demand, which brings me to point number three. It's been shown that the gold supply in the world increases every year. So what does that do to the gold that you currently own? It drops in price. Because if they keep mining more gold and they find more usable gold in the world every year, now I don't know that there's an endless supply, but right now there is new gold that is mined every year. And some of it might be purer than others. And, oh, that's junk gold and that's really good gold or whatever. Great. But if there's more supply every year, how could the price keep going up unless people are making a mistake? The reason they say it's a hedge against inflation, they're just saying, well, if the cash you had was you know, $10,000 in the bank and now the cost of gas the cost of insurance, the cost of your groceries is so much more. Worst case scenario, you could cash in your gold and then you'd have money to buy your groceries and pay your gas and whatever because the value of your stocks and maybe your savings account in your bank is a lot less. But it's just yeah. an, it's an inanimate object and we keep finding more of it every year in the, in the world. So it just, it doesn't have any really any utility. It's very inefficient. It's just this inanimate object, kind of like uh, Bitcoin. I mean, it's more valuable than Bitcoin because you actually could have a gold bar, which by the way, I'll tell you this, if you actually wanted, you know, usually what people do is they buy gold futures, which means, okay, I bought a thousand dollars worth of gold and they said the gold is worth 
$280 an ounce, and therefore you owe so much. You don't actually physically get the gold delivered to your house. If you said, I really want the gold, then you have to not only pay for storage, and you have to pay to insure it. Oh, geez. Yeah, so people just go, okay, I'm going to have 2% or 5%. If if 100% of my investments are... 50% 50% stock market, 45% bonds that are kind of treasury bonds that are kind of like cash. And the other 5% is gold because when the world economy collapses, I at least have that gold and then I'll at least have $5,000 to help pay my bills or buy groceries or whatever. It's always sort of a doomsday scenario. You know what I mean? So, yeah, hearing all this information, I'll say this. The other day I was on the phone with, uh, Schwab, our, our, you know, the bank that we use. Right. Yeah, brokerage that we use. And I was on hold for a while. So they have a recording that they make every day that then they use for people who are put on hold. And they kept mentioning the price of gold. And I went, hey, hang on, hang on. What, gold kind of seems like an old, old thing of the past. Like, obviously, people still invest in it and and put their money in it but again it's an inanimate object like why why are they pushing it and i guess it's because maybe still a large majority of people do have some of their money in gold but all the statistics point to it being not worth it at all so i'm kind of surprised that uh you know it's still such a popular thing uh, popular enough for them to put it in their recording list and gold is up today. It's, 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 he, there's like a very specific voice for the guy too, but um, I just find it wildly fascinating that they still think that you know if if they want their clients to do the best, why would they lead them to gold? And I guess that just depends on you know certain priorities. Like if you want something that for sure is you know it's gold, it's it's always going to be pretty valuable, but it it can't last you a lifetime it's not going to get you a good retirement you know what i mean like that's yeah those returns are well you you bring great numbers you bring up a good point and this is going to happen the rest of your life anytime let's say during your lifetime you experience four recessions that's not unusual that that might be like average and during that time you're going to hear about nothing but gold because A recession can be a bad thing, but usually after a recession, usually the next year, the stock market goes up at least 16%. And we've always talked about when you're in the stock market, the price of admission is it goes up and down. Just get used to it. If if that bothers you, then you shouldn't be in the stock market. But if you're in the stock market, in general, over long term, you're going to do very well. Just have to be patient enough. But when you hit a recession, people say, you know what? This is the time when the world economy is failing and it's terrible. And then if you could take the gold to wherever you cash it in, and you go, listen, the gold is more valuable now because the dollar's not worth anything. Please, please give me my $12,000 and I'll try and live on 12000 the rest of my life because the world economy has collapsed. It's just, it's more of a doomsday scenario to me. It doesn't have any real utility. And I, I think you're going to hear those type of recordings not on a regular basis when the stock market's doing well. You're not going to probably hear the cost of gold a ton. 
it'll always be there, but it, not necessarily on a recording. But once you're potentially heading into a recession and inflation's at 20%, which is a bear market, no doubt that you're going to hear about that on the news, in a newspaper, on blogs. You're going to, it's, they're going to hit people up because that's when it becomes popular to buy it. All right, so we're going to take a quick break, and I'll come back and give my last two reasons why, to me, I don't think you should invest in gold. Oh, my gosh, there's more? Huh. There's two more. We'll be right back. Okay, so we're back, and we're talking about the five reasons not to invest in gold, and I, you know, I admit from the beginning of this episode, I'm not an expert in gold, but I've done some research, both pro and con, um, I've seen people like Clark Howard and other people say never invest more than 5% of your money in gold, but it's not necessarily the worst thing in the world. And I believe it doesn't have any, a lot of value if you're willing to stay around long-term. Short, short-term, it might have some, but in general, I don't think it has a lot of value. Here's the fourth reason why I don't think you should invest in gold. Gold investments don't throw off cash. And what does that mean? If you invest in a stock or a mutual fund or something like that, that pays dividends. What is dividends? It's basically interest. So the stock uh, is worth $73 a share. You invested $1,000. And after two years, the stock is now worth $89 a share. So it went up like $16 a share they then will pay the people that invested it. If it's a dividend-paying uh, stock, you might get, oh, for the amount of shares you have, they're paying $7 a share in the dividend, and you 100 shares, and you're like, wow, I just got a check for $700. Maybe that happens quarterly. You're like, wow, they gave me $2,800 a year, and I still have my whole principal. Isn't this great? Gold will never do that because it doesn't, there is no, periodic like cash flows like you have with stocks and bonds and and dividends from you know stocks it doesn't do that matter of fact gold if you were to compare gold and silver gold has some utility because silver is used in many products like electronics medical devices solar panels gold doesn't have a lot of industrial uses it's like made into rings and it's made into a chalice or a you know, something like that, gold ornate things. It's not made into everyday uses. So the silver that's used in, you know, medical devices is really crucial. And so that whatever companies are making those medical devices need to do that. So potentially if you're investing in silver, the price could go way up if there's a huge demand for medical devices or whatever. But with gold, it's not like that. Does that make sense? Yeah, that definitely makes sense. I was going to say that I think also there's a correlation with copper as well, that copper is a huge indicator of um, like sometimes the economy just because of how much copper is used in technology. Um, it's it's weird what <laughs> what all these elements uh, are, are capable of and certainly not capable of. Um, so... All right, so let me go into our fifth and final reason of why uh, gold's not a good investment. Number five is gold will never produce anything. And what do I mean by that? Not only do gold returns tend to be poorer than any other investments, there are reasons why gold returns will 
always, and I said always, A-L-W-A-Y-S, always will be poorer. Because gold cannot be an investment because it'll never produce anything. Any growth of its value is entirely based on someone's belief that it's worth more than it was yesterday. It's 100%. It can never turn around and hire seven employees. It cannot build another building. It doesn't do that. It just, it's like this static, passive thing that, like we were talking about, an inanimate object that doesn't do anything. It just has to be based on the whims of the market of someone say, oh my God, I, I got to have gold. I hear it's really good against inflation. Without doing any research or anything like that, it kind of is if there was a, like a really tragic, you know, uh, money market shortage in the whole world. But so many other things would have to happen for that to happen. So to me, gold in the long run is not worth your time or your investment. I don't know if you have any other thoughts, my friend. Um, It just seems like, you know, you've taught me from the get-go that, Getting something that's consistent, reliable is is the way to go when it comes to investing. You right. got to let your money make money for you because there's no way any one of us could accumulate enough to like legitimately save for retirement and do all of that stuff if you don't invest. So gold, initially you go, oh yeah, gold's pretty reliable. But when you look at those numbers, it's not nearly the best return that is consistent. So especially because it can't, you know, like you said, build a build a building, hire someone, um, make a decision to you know, you know, add value to their company. You know, right. sell a new buy product, more, sell yeah, a new buy meat. more computers for everybody in Kansas City's office or something. You can't do exactly. that. So I'm I'm happy you laid out all of the reasoning, and. I am definitely convinced now that I don't plan on buying any gold. And certainly if any one of our listeners has gold, maybe look elsewhere to invest in in the future. Maybe don't put, you know, I think you said you don't need any more than 5% or something like that of your money invested in gold. So if anyone does, maybe consider uh, going elsewhere. Well, this is the little asterisk on this. I've read a lot of investors that I really admire will say they'll never put more than 5%. But I wouldn't even put 5%. So maybe they know something more than me. But I think because I'm willing, I have long time ago, 25 plus years ago, I was willing to accept the ups and downs of the market. And I have trained myself religiously to never look at the market when it goes down. Because you know, like, you're just like watching the TV and it says, oh, next on the news, the stock market is down 200 points. I'm like, I'll change to another channel or I see it. It's in my Yahoo feed that shows that the market is down today in some one little sentence. It's just, it's to me, it's a lot, much ado about nothing. Oh yes, the market will go down and yes, the market will go up. So should I let myself be depressed when it goes down and let myself be overly excited when it goes up? No, I just don't care. I just let it happen. And then I turn around and look in 25 years and go, are you serious? That's what the numbers at? That's crazy. And so, you know, that's my advice. I, I, there are plenty of people I respect who would say, yeah, you can have up to 5% of your investments in gold, but I wouldn't even put 1% if I, you know, that would be my advice to my daughter. 
Well, it's great advice. And I'm so happy that everyone else hopefully tuned in and listened uh, to what my dad had to say. And um, thank you so much for uh, breaking down uh, the reason to not buy gold. You're welcome. And this is my uh, long distance call to say, please travel safe. My daughter is off to France real soon for the Tour de France. And uh, (laughs) this will be pretty exciting. I can't wait to see how you do there. Which, yeah, and by I'm, the way, I I'll, I'll say this, and it sort of embarrasses my daughter. I did find out yesterday that it's on television because my daughter, you know, <laughs> is shooting the women's tour de France. So I will be screaming if the director doesn't cut to her when they're going by. They'll you be know just, what? It's really alone. all it's all about them. So so let's just keep that in mind. But um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to be there. Okay. Um, Cool. Thank you guys so much for tuning in as always. And And, um, please subscribe. Thank you so much. And we'll see you on the next one. The content on dads, daughters, and dollars is for informational purposes only and does not constitute professional financial advice. Listeners should consult an attorney, accountant, financial planner, or other professionals to suit your specific needs.